Welcome back. I'm Karen, founder and managing director of Orchid Leadership Coaching and Consultancy Limited. Encouraging you to embrace the leader within. Whether you're a CEO leading a company, an executive leading a team of innovators, an emerging entrepreneur, or a working or stay-at-home parent leading the family and home. Now's the time to embrace the future, empower the new you. Welcome to episode 10 of Enlightened Leadership Coaching Snippets from our season of podcasts linking to leadership. In this episode, we'll be deep diving into strength through diversity and inclusion. If you missed our earlier episodes, don't worry, they're available to download on numerous major podcast platforms. Do ensure to subscribe or follow so not to miss out on future upcoming episodes. Getting back to today's episode, focusing on strength through diversity and inclusion. Through our leadership journey, we empower the notion that opportunities create winning certainties and that all things are possible with agility, collaboration and innovation. Co-constructed, distributed ownership through combining and aligning all talent from a diversity of gender, sexual orientation, generational, ethnic and religious backgrounds and of physical abilities leads to a creative melting pot of sustained success. What if our working environments led us to a deeper and more meaningful connection to our colleagues and businesses? where we bring our authentic self to the table and where our uniqueness is appreciated and valued, where our means of expression and unique perspective is included and where we feel equal to others and able to contribute on a level playing field, where we are empowered to voice opinion and contribute to the big picture vision in a safe, non-discriminant environment. What if, in the same manner, our home environments led us to a deeper and more connected existence in our family relationships, where children and grandparents feel heard and are authentically valued for their contribution in cross-generational discussions and decision-making processes, where cross-generational mentoring and coaching within the family creates sustainable family goals that are aligned and profitable for all family members, where the ideals of diversity inclusion are introduced in early childhood and reinforced by example and in practice, so that these ideals are embedded as our children grow into young adults and impactful citizens. Let's dig a little deeper and bring some clarity to today's theme of diversity and inclusion. Firstly, let's explore what we mean by diversity. Quite simply, diversity is any dimension that can be used to differentiate groups and people from one another. When considering diversity, we are empowering people by respecting and appreciating that which makes them different and also which aligns them to us. Diversity allows for the exploration of difference in a safe, positive and nurturing environment. 
It allows us to embrace and celebrate the rich dimensions of diversity contained within each individual and place positive value on diversity within a community and within the workforce. Each individual within an organisation brings with them a diverse set of perspectives, work and life experiences, as well as religious and cultural differences. The power and benefits of diversity can only be realised when we recognise these differences and learn to respect and value each individual irrelevant of their background. Let's also see what we mean by inclusion. Inclusion is a sense of belonging. Inclusive cultures make people feel respected and valued for who they are as an individual or group. There's a level of supportive energy and commitment necessary to nurturing and sustaining this essential principle. Within an organisation, inclusion becomes a practice where different groups or individuals having different backgrounds are culturally and socially accepted and welcomed as well as equally treated. These differences could be self-evident, such as national origin, age, race and ethnicity, religion, belief, gender, physical ability, perhaps marital status and socio-economic status. Or they could be more inherent, such as educational background, training, sector experience, even personalities such as introverts and extroverts. Inclusion often means a shift in an organisation's mindset and culture that has visible effects, such as participation in meetings, how offices are organised or access to facilities or information. The process of inclusion engages each individual and makes people feel valued as being essential to the success of the organisation. Evidence shows that when people feel valued, they function at full capacity and feel part of the organisation's mission. This culture shift creates higher performing organisations where motivation and morale soar. You may ask, don't we all do this already in the modern workplace? I treat everyone equally, no one complains. I encourage you to equally ask yourself, at any time in your work life, have you felt unsure about sharing your opinion? Afraid to fully show your authentic self? Perhaps feeling invisible within a culture that you're having to adapt to by stifling your accustomed beliefs and practices to be accepted? Equally, you may have experienced discomfort speaking your own language in common areas in a setting where another language is adopted. Or perhaps discomfort and insecurity if not able to maintain daily prayer routines due to a lack of provision of both time and location to pray on company premises. This can affect motivation, engagement and ultimately staff retention suffers as does morale. For an individual to bring their authentic self, a sense of belonging must first be established. Having a connection to an organisation or group of people that makes you feel you can be yourself not only results in greater engagement and creativity, it's a psychological necessity.
So, we understand the principles of diversity and inclusion. We understand what it means to recognise the need for diversity and inclusion. But what next? How do we step forward to achieve it authentically? First, does our leadership reflect diversity and inclusion to the wider organisation? How diverse is your executive leadership team? For an organisation to implement and fully embed the principles of diversity and inclusion, leadership must also reflect that which it is creating a vision for. Within your current leadership structure, are men and women equally represented? What about cultural, ethnic and religious representation? We also need to lead with true empathy and compassion. As leaders, we must bring to mind what it means to be excluded and how that feels. And to therefore then plan inclusive policies, processes and practices to avoid anyone experiencing exclusion. A top-down approach, however, isn't enough. Every individual should be able to easily see and understand their role in an organisation's culture. This means identifying differences in experience and values across the organisation so that change can be made relevant for each person and knowing that lasting change must be activated in different parts of the system top-down, bottom-up and middle-out. Maximise joy and connection and minimise fear. Very often we are wired for fear and distrust, especially when what is core to us is challenged. Whilst fear can be a powerful motivator, it also encourages us to narrow our perspective rather than widen it to possibilities. Creating an inclusive perspective towards religious celebrations, customs and festivities can help us to inform and educate, whilst bringing people together in a positive setting. Finding ways to frame challenges through a lens of possibility and elevating the power of shared experiences and storytelling creates greater potential for positive change. Focus on creating moments that continue the momentum of connection and belonging, not only pointing out where there's room for change and improvement, but spotlighting moments of success and celebrating them, highlighting individual and group contribution publicly. Welcoming and valuing every voice is an essential element to the process. We feel safe when we are empowered to voice our ideas, concerns and opinions in a safe environment, without fear of ridicule, embarrassment or victimisation. As leaders, we should not only just listen, but also actively embrace diverse viewpoints. A great initiative can be through an integrated communications platform, where everyone can be reached and where everyone can contribute. This not only gives us insight as leaders, but also provides a personalised experience for all that is inclusive and allows all voices to be heard and recognised. Though many organisations avoid this discussion, a transparent discussion on gender pay inequality could also be a positive step in developing clearer policies in inclusion.
Also, developing the practice of a multilingual workforce is also a positive step, where appropriate. For everyone to feel truly included as leaders, we should consider language barriers and preferences. In a global organisation situation, if coming together where different teams exist, in different locations, with different languages, what language should be spoken when introducing? What language would the CEO make his or her speech in? Global companies often offer translation services so that everyone can understand what's being said and also feel included. If the CEO speaks multiple languages, he or she might opt to leverage that in a speech. It is also just as important in smaller companies to simply make sure everyone feels secure and comfortable, communicating in whatever language they find most suitable for them, especially in common areas during company events. Building a multi-generational team as well as advocating diverse thinking also provides benefits to an organisation. Embracing diverse thinking is useful in generating ideas and getting useful feedback, while at the same time creating an environment where everyone feels relevant and part of a shared vision. Having a team that recognises and accommodates multiple generations is essential in building a diverse and inclusive organisation. Incorporating fresh new tech-savvy skills and combining them with the more experienced and knowledgeable team members to complement skills and expertise to create and innovate towards success. Ensuring meetings are inclusive is an area to consider. Where meeting materials and questions to be discussed are distributed in advance, this is helpful for those who have an alternative first language from that of the organisation and for introverted employees who function better when they are given time to process information before reacting to it. Reach out to people. Make sure you have the right technology for virtual meeting participants to have a meaningful experience. Welcome everyone appropriately and pause to make sure all are given the opportunity to take part in the conversation. Perhaps rotate meeting times if you have remote workers in different time zones. Be conscious of your communication style. Don't assume you know more than others by explaining concepts they may already understand and promote active debate and of course be courteous to all. Finally, consider measures to eliminate bias in recruitment and assessment processes, as well as in promotional opportunities, as well as then reflecting on your brand as an organisation. Brand and culture are very much connected. The products or services you put out into the world reflect your values and your biases. In your journey towards building a more inclusive organisation, it's important to consider the relationship between what's happening inside and outside your organisation. What is your brand saying about who you are as a culture? Something to note. Diversity and inclusion isn't just a one-off training. It requires long-term investment and commitment to behavioural change across all stakeholders. To prioritise a caring-centred culture 
As leaders, we can welcome ongoing feedback to understand what's going on under the surface. A pulse survey will alert us as leaders to make smarter decisions and to build a more sustainable, diverse and inclusive future. A challenge I lay before you. Take measure of the diversity of your leadership team. The diversity of your leadership will speak volumes as to your organization's culture and openness to inclusion. In what ways are you currently seeking ways in which to be inclusive in your leadership role? What might that look like? How will you empower those around you, both at work and at home, to be heard, to have a legitimate voice, to feel a sense of belonging, of equality for their contribution? What will your contribution be in terms of diversity and inclusion as you look towards a bright, successful and sustainable future? Feel free to share some of your follow-up actions with me on any of my social media platforms. Alternatively, share a comment with me right here after listening. I look forward to our next podcast session, where we will be beginning a new season of leadership podcasts, 10 sessions focusing on empowerment, mindfulness and wellness within leadership. So make sure you tune in and engage with me after the session about your thoughts and personal takeaways. Until then, please remember, if this podcast episode added value to your day or evening, download it, share it with your colleagues and friends, and of course, ensure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes. And remember, embrace the future, empower the new you, awaken the leader within, and let's take back control of our aspirations. Thanks for listening.